Hello, world, and welcome back to the Agency Hacker Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Ryan, and today I am joined by Ifat Cohen. She is the founder of YCN Media Group. Ifat, how's it going? Hey, Jacob. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I know we got a chance to talk a little bit before this, and uh, it was a blast. It was fun. So I think that this will be a good one. I think so, too. Good, Even good. though we're going to keep it PG-13. <laughs> PG. PG-13, PG, somewhere in PG, the middle. There, yeah. As clean as possible. <laughs> I appreciate it. You never know who's, li- who's listening. That's right? true. <laughs> so why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about YCN Media Group? Yeah. So uh, what we found is that there are so many people who are really, really, really good at what they do. Um, and they just so bogged down with running a business and running an agency and taking care of all that stuff that they become the best kept secret. No one outside knows about them because they just don't have the time to also talk about what they do and explore ideas and share with the world what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, some events called it business getting in the way of making big videos about business. And real experts like that have what I call an expert gene. And I think you can relate because there's some people who totally geek out over something, right? Like me, in my, I'm, I'm a geek. And I completely geek out over plugins and systems and, you know, different AI stuff and all that stuff. Nobody around me cares, right? They're like, shut up already. (laughs) You know, we don't want to hear about it. And that happens when you are so interested in something and you dive really, really deep into it. And that's really, you know, takes over your world. And everybody around you, you know, your neighbors, your friends, your family, they're really not into this. Um, and so then when you go out and you try to talk about this, create content about this, what do you have? Nobody cares. I already talked about this before. Somebody else knowing, right? Uh, and so everything you put out there is vanilla, right? Um, and what happens is you stay the best kept secret because you keep those gems for your inner circles, your clients, someone, you know, in private conversations. The problem is, Without marketing, your business dies, right? You have to market. And talking to a motionless camera just doesn't work, right? Most people are like a deer in a headlight when it comes to motionless camera, right? And also, like, why are we doing this podcast? Is because when you ask me a question, I'm going like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 right? Like, things come up that I didn't think about if I were just talking to a motionless camera. So what we realized is, like, the way for you as an expert to transition from the best kept secret to best known is by having these conversations with amazing people like yourself, right? That are activating your expert gene and getting you to geek out and geeking out with you about that topic and diving deep and asking you all these questions and then taking that conversation and turning that into all the brand assets that you need. Your videos, your audios, your podcasts, your images, your social posts, your emails, right? What that allows you to do is, A, get your expertise out there. Uh, B, it saves you time. It only takes an hour a month to do that. Uh, C, it's your face, your voice. You don't have to teach someone to write like you or speak like you or be like you, right? You're building your thought leadership online and you're being seen everywhere. So now 
you're starting to get that visibility and that thought leadership that actually drives business growth. Mm-hmm. I think something that would really stop people from doing that is their fear of being in front of a camera, fear of, you know, putting themselves out there on the internet or fear of like just being caught off guard on camera and then it's there forever. And then I think the camera is the big part, but what do you, what do you say to people who like are, who do have that fear and how important is it to, you know, get to get over that? So you're absolutely right. Uh, which is why talking to a teleprompter is extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. Or talking yeah. to a motionless camera, right? Or even holding your cell phone and doing selfies because you're so self-conscious. But have you noticed how you're like, when you're in a really good conversation, you forget yourself, right? Like you're totally into the conversation. And there are features, for example, we do it in Zoom. So in Zoom, you can hide your own self-view. So you're not seeing yourself at all. You're just seeing me talking to you. And now you're just you and I sitting across the table. Mm. Right. And so you don't go like, oh, my hair. You don't look at yourself. <laughs> right there, right? you look How do I do? What like am I doing? That. Yeah. Right? You just totally. And what's really interesting when I do it with my clients, they are so involved in the conversation that sometimes they forget we're using this to create their brand assets. And they're going like, they're just following the question, oh, yeah, so blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, 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 I need you to say what I was talking about, right? Because this is on its own. It's not me interviewing you. It's your brand assets. It's your personality. Um, but getting lost in a conversation is the best way to create content because that's where your brilliance come out, right? Um, and so there are techniques to kind of help you forget that you're on camera. And, uh, and, and the conversation itself really is what makes you get out of your head, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're trying to explain it to someone else. And you can see on my face, I'm like, am I getting it? Am I not getting it? Is it like, you know, clear or not clear? And that allows you to explain what you're doing way better. Hmm. So it's easier said than done, I believe. I believe because you can say it right now, just get out there, just do it, just do it. And just do it um, until it, it kind of feels natural and it becomes numb to you and you don't feel the pain anymore. Well, what about the people who aren't willing to do it do you think it'd be a good idea to hire a someone who will be the face of the company? From so out, from this outside? is this is really you know it's really great for uh, personal brands and people who want to build their thought leadership, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the challenge that we all have it's very very interesting because if you're watching at where technology is going right now, there is so much AI. Right, AI writes the copy for you. AI even talks for you, takes your text and turns it into video. AI creates music, AI creates art, right? There's so much AI and so what happens to us humans? We don't know what's real anymore. Did an AI write this or is this the real person, right? Is that your thought or is that something that you plagiarized from something, right? And in order to build this thought leadership and in order to charge the high ticket prices, people have to connect with you as a human and know that you got their back, right? It's not like, oh, I'm going to pay you money and I'm going to disappear. you're going to disappear somewhere. We have to have this relationship in order to build loyalty, retention, reduce churn, right? Like keep the clients over time. In order to do that, you have to be as person out there. And if you're noticing the big guys, as busy as they are, right? The people from Shark Tank, you still see them on Instagram, right? <laughs> yeah. Because they understand it's a personal brand. Sure. I have to be out there, right? I have to do this. It has to be a way. Alex Hermosi built his entire thought leadership in six months 
uh, by doing exactly that. He got Gary V's camera guy over, build a team of about 20 people. Yeah. Yeah. 20 people, right? Every Monday they sit down, he, he talks to them. What does he do? Gets his expert gene activated conversation. Then the team takes that and turns that into, into content and brand assets. So wow. as busy as he is and as big as he is, and the fact that he doesn't have to do all that stuff, he realized if I want to build a personal brand, if I want to go out and speak and be invited to masterminds and do all that stuff, something has to happen when someone Googles me. Right. Um, and I think this is one of the, okay. So let me ask you this and see, uh, see what we do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) if, um, what's worse than someone Googling you and not finding anything about you online? What's worse than that? What's worse than that for your business, right? For your business. What's worse than someone Googling your business and not seeing anything? They go with your competitor. Exactly. Really? Right? Because people, there's someone that is writing about the stuff that you are writing about today. Mm-hmm. So if you're not out there, you're creating someone else a will. void yeah. right? for someone yeah. else to fill. Uh, and that's the biggest challenge with big agencies, right? Because they're so cumbersome and there's so many people and so many pieces and so much stuff. Their time to execute is extremely slow. And by the time they do that stuff, the world has already moved on. Mm. Right? right, and so that's right. where we come in. We're going like, okay, we're going to do it fast. We're going to do it quick. We're going to do it quality, uh, and you're going to always be there, visible twice a day in front of people. Mm. So you work with companies that don't already do any of the podcasts, the videos, and do you guys like bring in the cameras, bring in everything? So here's the beauty: you don't have to travel uh, when you work with us. Right? We jump on Zoom or Riverside. We set you up the way that you, you know, we make sure that you look good. Um, and we're just having a conversation. So like you said, people have two issues with this, right? One is consistency, just hard to be consistent. Yeah. Um, two is the messaging. What am I going to talk about? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what am I going to say? How are you doing? Uh, and three is time. I just don't have the time to do any of that stuff. Uh, me, myself, right? It takes forever. It's like <laughs> with all the AI and all that stuff out there, it takes a lot of time. Um, and so what we do is we go like, okay, Jacob, you show up Monday at 1 p.m. You and I are going to have a conversation, 30 minutes, you leave, go do your thing, right? Keep running your business. So it's like a 30 minute in your calendar twice a month. That's it, right? And then you leave and all your content is being done for you. Now, the biggest thing behind all that stuff is there has to be a purpose to the madness. Just putting shit out there is just adding to the noise, right? How do you build thought leadership? What is the end goal? What do you want to be known for, right? What do you want people to do when they see this? There has to be some kind of like a purpose. And so we start with that. Like, where do you want to go, right? What do you want to do? (laughs) And once you know what you want to do, now we create that content map. And now we're like, okay, this is what we're going to talk about. This is where it's going to go. This is where it's going to be. This is the call to action. And now we track. How close are we? How far are we? Right. And then double down on what works, toss what doesn't. Right. So you're always kind of like in a process of improving and analyzing and seeing. And well, how did you get started uh, doing this? Doing uh, activating expert genes? Um, I was one of Google's first 100 people to be invited to Google. Uh, And I 
found my tribe, right? Because the first people that were there were nerds like me. <laughs> and we're geeking out over like, oh my God, what happens when I block you? Oh my God, what happens? Uh, and we love, 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 love the, the, the platform. And then Google came out with Hangouts, uh, which was the first ever video chat with people. And I was very nervous to be on camera. Yeah. So I understand why. Yeah. Uh, I, you remember those little avatar, like the, the cat that used to move his mouth? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I was a black man, right? <laughs> why <laughs> of not? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then Google came out with Hangouts on Air, which allow you to broadcast conversation. And I was one of the first people to get access to that. And I started interviewing people. And what I found is that um, there's something in the interview style that I have that makes people open, vulnerable. They tell me everything, yeah. right? And I'm like, man, this is cold, right? And then I would rank for them, right? So if you would put uh, um, the name of the... Uh, what's his name? T.G. Marchetti, the vice president of Walt Disney. You will see my content come up because I'm like, this is gold, you know, and then I'll take it and I'll repurpose it and I'll share it. And you Google him, you find me. Um, and I'm like, wait, there's something here, right? There's something in that stuff. So I uh, went to one of the biggest marketers. I met his assistant at one of those events. And I'm like, man, I think, you know, we can do something together. So we came out with what today is known as a challenge. You heard about those challenges, 10-day, 5-day challenges? That no, people do. I have not. No? No. Um, Explain so for the people kinda... who don't know. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, the way we did it, the way that I, uh, we came up with this is 10 days. He was a, he's a marketer. He's a copywriter. And he's one of the biggest marketers, copywriters, I think, eight-figure uh, thing. And he had a list of about 7,000 people who would just not buy, right? And he's like, I'm going to use it on my dead list because I don't want to mess up with, you know, I don't know you, I don't know anything, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't want to crush and burn. We're going to use it with the people who don't care. Yeah. Uh, right? And I was like, listen, the challenge that we have online is not that people don't believe you. They see you and they go like, sure, that's going to work for you. You're the guru. You're the expert. You're the genius, Right? It's not going to work for me because what do I know, right? And obviously, in all the emails that you send them, you are a copywriter. You know persuasion. You know headlines. You know hooks. You know all that stuff. None of that helps them build confidence in themselves that they can do it, right? So I'm like, how about we spend five days just giving them wins? Just go like, yes, you can do it. Here, do this. See? Do this. See? Do yeah. this. See? Yeah. Right? And then after five days, we'll be like, okay, so all that work that you've done, here's how to do it easier. And then they'll buy your software. And uh, and I was like, and you cannot sell the first five days. I don't want to hear a pitch. Nothing. And uh, we did it, right? In day two, he goes like, man, guys, if I told me I can't sell, can you wait three days? Then we're going to make it. Um, and we finished with a quarter of a million dollars. Uh, and in 10 days with no ads, no affiliates, no nothing, right? Just the engagement. We went viral. It was great. And I was like, hmm, maybe there's something here, right? <laughs> so I'm like, I wonder if it's just him and me geeking out on the thing that was the energetic or the system itself works. Yeah. Right? And so wow. I did it with other people. 
$100,000 weekends, 40% conversion, stuff like that, right? Uh, and I'm like, guys, this is really cool. This is really great. And all these marketers and experts were like, nah, I do live events. And then, thank goodness, COVID happens. <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness. <laughs> And all of a sudden, everybody was online and they're like, huh, how am I going to do this live event online? Yeah. Well, what do you know? <laughs> Here's a way, right? And all these marketers who had been building their email list and their online you know, visibility for years, all of a sudden they're crushing it. Dude, people are making $50 million in three months doing this kind of stuff uh, because People need engagement. They need to trust you. They need to know that you can actually help them, yeah. right? And that doesn't happen from professional videos. They don't know you from a professional video, right? Uh, they don't know you from text. They, they need to engage with you. And so that's, that led into, okay, so how do we show people who you are for reals, right? That you know what you're talking about, that you know your shit. Um, Ta-da. <laughs> Very good. Wow, that was a good answer. Um, how do you guys long get one, your, but... I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a long one. No, but... no, no, no. no. <laughs> it's, it's all good though. It's so good. Um, how do you guys get your sales predominantly? Um, some of it from referrals, uh, because you know, we've been online and a lot of people go like, Oh my God, you can do what? Can you do that for me? Um, some of them are from running free demos to the right audience, right? Going like, Hey, you know, we know we can, we can help you. So let us show you what we mean. Uh, some of it is affiliate. Some of it we're doing like messenger outreach and our own email address, you know, email list and stuff like that. Yeah, great, great. So what do you think is, uh, what do you think like is the biggest thing stopping you from going to the next level? Um, like what are the biggest problems that you guys are facing now? Honestly, it's uh, finding more agencies that we can team up with that can take some of our processes and run it themselves. So we are great at doing these interviews with people, turning it into content. We have a system that works amazingly fast and well because you have to find those gold nuggets and all that stuff. Um, and like every agency, you have this question of like, should I hire in-house and train people to do it in? Or do I just work with someone who already knows how to do this and just give them my system mm -hmm. to do that, right? So we're working with two agencies right now, teaching them how we do things so that we can delegate it to them. Um, I have a really, really high bar of production that uh, that's hard to maintain. That's why we're like, okay, these are... Uh, but that's, that's the thing. Most people are not used to, they're not used to this system. Most people, when they go and create content, it's like content calendars, right? Here are 30 ideas for this month that you can create for your thing. You and everybody else, right? Like how is that, how is a content calendar helping you achieve your unique business goals? Right? So you talked about, you know, I don't know, hamburger day. Yay. What does that do for your audience? Yeah. Right? Like that doesn't help. Uh, you're just adding to the noise. So we need to move them away from that all old model of just, I need to post every day something, you know, here's yeah. my lunch. <laughs> yeah. I always thought that was kind of weird how like on your calendar that you'd see like pizza day and it's like, who put that there? And why is that there? It's like, did Papa John's or did like, did the right? pizza companies like, yeah, I don't know. 
I just that's just what I always thought. But it, but it's true, right? Let's like how does you know Saint Patrick's Day help you know a plumber? You know, or like the fact that you're a coach, what does that have to do? So now we're trying to bend over backward and create content because we think everybody cares about St. Patrick's Day. Hmm. And that is going to get us the clients, really? Hmm. So so are you guys aware of like what time it is throughout the year to like custom customize the content that you help your clients with? So say it's like... Um, or even, or even like a trend, or or um, or even like yeah. So even something going viral, do you like look out for those things? Do you look out for things that are going on in pop culture, or if it's like Christmas time? Obviously, you do Christmas based content, but right. more and about so the pop you, culture. Yeah. So what's more interesting is to okay. So there's this thing, right? Vanity numbers. You know, you get there's a there there was a video, a short video on YouTube. This guy has nine point four million. TikTok subscribers, uh, 74 million views or 100 million views. How much money do you make? Do you think he makes? He made from that stuff. Oh goodness, millions. More? Less? No, less. Less, really? Yeah. 500k. 100k. Nope. 50k. Nope. <laughs> 25K, I'm just chopping it down in half yet at this point. 3,000 pounds. Oh, my goodness. 3,000. 3,000. So you go and you spend so much time and effort on creating those TikToks over and over and over yeah. again. Get 10 million, 9.5 million followers, right? Subscribers on TikTok. You're like, oh, my God, I'm so big, right? And you make 3,000 pounds. Right. Or <laughs> you go and you go like, hey, guys, this is what I do. All out of the nine million followers that I have, uh, here's an ebook about how to do blah. You can get it for four bucks. Would he not make more money from that? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So people are always looking at like, hey, I need to trend. Hey, I need to go jump in the wheel. No, you need to get clients. Right. And you need to be known in your market, meaning that in your market, when someone think about like system or affiliates or whatever, they need to be like that person, go talk to that guy, right? In your market, in your niche, because that's what's going to grow eventually, right? Word of mouth. I get messages from people <laughs> asking me questions about tech that I'm like, how in the hell did you get to me? And they're like, oh, this one person who knows you says... You know everything about technology. I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> I do, but <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah. But it's fantastic because in their mind, I occupy that space, right? Um, and that's what you want. The, you can't serve the entire he cannot serve nine point nine and a half million people. Yeah. Even if he wanted to, right? Like imagine creating a membership site and having fifty thousand people on it. Or a thousand people on it, right? How are you going to, like, the infrastructure that you need for hosting, for site speed, for maintenance, for support, for so Freaking insane, right? To do all that stuff. Instead, go like, hey, I'm only working with five people and it's 5K each. Boom. Don't need shit, right? And so when we're working with clients, we're going like, what is it that you want, right? Like, what do you want? Once you know what you want, we go like, okay, so here's the path to get there. And now the messaging is on point. The visuals are on point. The funnel's on point, right? We don't care that 
today is St. Patrick's Day. We care yeah. if we do oh. a launch for the holidays and people are looking for holiday gifts and you have a list. Right. Right. So is it more of like a formula that you give your clients or is it depending on, you know, who they are and what they do? It depends who they are. You know, okay. the, the challenge is this, right? Everybody wants automation. Everybody wants AI. Everybody wants, you know, that stuff. Then what sets you apart? Right? Like, honestly, like if you do what everybody else does, then you're competing on price. Right? Because, okay, I have two people doing exactly the same thing. What's cheaper? Right? Yeah. But if you're not doing what everybody else does and you are unique at what you do and you add tons of value for people based on what skills you have and what interests you have and goals you have, now you can be like, you can go with the cheap option there. Here are all the other things that you want, you're not getting, yeah. right? Yeah. So a little uh, before we started talking here, we talked about how we both are big fans of college and university. I say that <laughs> with a smile on my face um, because we both didn't go. So what do you... No, I did go. Oh, that's yeah, why yeah, I yeah. that's go. right. Yeah. That's right. I, I, I forgot. I think I was just putting my my own thoughts out there. <laughs> um, so how did you how did you learn this specific niche? Like what was what was some of the building tools that you used to help you out with this? So when I got off the boat, as you can hear from my accent, I'm Israeli. Uh, and they're saying, you know, Israeli is the new French, so I'm going with that. <laughs> and uh <That's> pretty. <laughs> thank you. When uh, so when I got off the boat, I didn't know shit. Right, I was like typing like a little kid trying to yeah. find keywords and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and I needed a job, and I saw a flyer somewhere that said, "Hey, you can come and do tech support." Everybody's gonna hate me on this call right now. <laughs> <laughs> you should not have said that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Right? And, uh, and and they're they're like, so I came and applied, and like, do you know anything? And I'm like, nothing. And they're like, that's okay, we'll teach you. So they gave me a test to see if I'm a good uh, candidate. And I missed, I think, like one, one question extra. Like, I think you can miss two or three, and I missed one more than what I was supposed to. And they said, that's okay. Come tomorrow and take the test again. Oh, they said, here, here are the answers that you missed. Come tomorrow and take the test again. And I'm like, is it the same test? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, and you just gave me the answers? <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> and they said no that's okay we're going to be training you for a week before you start working i'm like oh okay then why are we doing a test so we did that i did that and i became tech support <laughs> and every time we like someone will call in and they would say hey uh my computer has a blue screen i'm like please hold his computer has a blue screen what do i do <laughs> <laughs> that's what they that's what they're doing huh Totally. more people were on to you <laughs> man i was the worst and then they gave us the the thing of like okay you need to eliminate the software issue why right? you need to prove that it's not software so they have to reformat their computers even if they didn't right they're like well if you want us to make sure that it's your motherboard or whatever then you have to wipe your computer clean now is the queen of the reformatting Right, I would get people into reformatting, and in that company was a guy who uh, 
knew how to program and knew how to do all these things. And he took a liking to me. So he started teaching me how to do stuff. Ended up being my son's dad. Oh, wow. Uh, we ended up getting married and all that stuff. But he, the way that he uh, hit on me is build a computer and teach me how to program. And that's how I got That's how I, be- I discovered I'm a geek, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is cool. Look at that. I can change the colors. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're a natural born geek. And that's it. That's okay. I think a lot <laughs> he, of He activated my geek gene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, so what are you learning now? What are what are some skills you're trying to work on, things that you're trying to get better at now? Right now we're trying to speed up the repurposing uh you know, taking an interview and turn it into brand assets. Um, I think one of the biggest challenges that all these companies have is like when they put something out there, they want it to be the Mona Lisa, right? It has to be perfect. (laughs) I'm an artist, so I can can understand that feeling. Me too, right? Like you don't want like a stupid thing of you being put out there. But the challenge is, is that do you care? Like when you as a user, when you're watching something, do you care? Like if you look at the TikToks and the YouTubes and the short, most of them are like not the best quality, Yeah. Uh, right? The fonts and the stuff are all over the freaking place. Um, and we don't care anymore. We just yeah. want the value, right? Yeah. There's, uh, there's a great company, Black Swan uh, by Chris Voss. Do you know Chris Voss? No, I don't. Dude, you would love him. Um, What's name? Chris Voss? Chris Voss, Black Swan... Black Swan Group, I believe. Uh, Chris is a former hostage negotiator. And he realized, yeah, he realized that all those skills really apply well to business negotiation. So he started teaching people. So if you go to his channel, what you find on his channel is recording of webinars that he does inside, you know, with his clients and stuff. Those webinars, low quality. <laughs> the video is usually, you know, kind of like small and stuff like that. Sometimes the audio doesn't come up. Nice. Nobody cares. You don't <laughs> care. You care about the value and what you're learning. And you like, you just binge watch it. Like, oh my God, this is so good. Oh my God, this is so good. What else do they have? What else do they have? Um, that's a great example of speed over perfection, mm. right? Like it'll be, it's good. The quality... One of the one of the most viewed videos that one of my clients has, uh, audio is bad, is not centered exactly the way it would be. Like today, I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh man, there's so many things I could have done differently to make it better, right? Yep. 100%. Nobody cares. Nobody yeah. cares. You just go like you know, sixty seconds, sixty seconds, right? And all you want as a business is to get them into your world and have you watch, right? Um, these clips, right? So if the first one is great, now the algorithms start showing more clips like that to you. So now they're in your world and now they start to see you and now they might want more. Now they go to your long YouTube videos. Now they go to your lead mm. magnet. Now they go stuff, right? So it's speed. It's not speed over quality. It's speed over perfection, right? And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to get to that speed so that we put a lot of value out there and people go like, oh, this is great. I want more. Oh, this is great. I want more. Oh, this is great. Right? And then getting there. And slowly, because they see you on LinkedIn and on TikTok and on YouTube and on the gram and all that stuff, now they're in your eco world. And all of a sudden, you become 
the best known because you're the only one talking about the stuff that they care about and want to learn and how they want to learn and all that stuff. Hmm. I heard this interesting stat where it was that the better quality the video is on a TikTok, that like the worse it does. And then there are like little like 20 second TikToks that are just taken on a cam, like an iPhone camera. But still, those cameras are very, they're very good nowadays. And I think that'll suffice rather than going yeah. out and buying yeah. like a crazy camera. Um, so do you think that like on a longer platform, like, like maybe YouTube or Face or Facebook, that the 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 longer the uh, the longer the video is, kind of the more quality it should have. I think it's not. So people need to hear you better than they need to see you. For example, right? Um, they need to be able to know. They be, need to be able to listen to what you're saying. So they will forgive lower video quality um, over bad audio. If it's bad audio, oh, okay. it's just gone, right? You just don't even bother. Um, but it just has to be good. And so here's two things, right? The, the web and the phone and the browsers are not 4K, right? The TV is 4K. But who is watching? How many people watch YouTube on the TV? Most of us watch it on the phone on the computer, right? So that's 72 uh, ADP, right? So that's very low quality. Um, even if you put 4K on, you know, on YouTube, you could put the setting as a user to 4K, but now you're dealing with data and bandwidth and so most people, they don't do that. So we're worried about things that people don't care about. Yeah. You know, like yeah. when you think about yourself, right? Like me at night watching, I'm like, it drives me crazy, but I do it. I'm like watching reels, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh my God, it's already been 45 minutes and I'm still like watching reels. Yeah. Um, right? And we don't care. Like we, you don't, you don't care about that stuff. I'm watching a lot of jujitsu things, right? So I'm like, how did he do this? How did he do this? Right? Like with reels, it sucks because I can't pause and actually slow down and see and all that stuff. You go so back might... four or five times. Yeah, you can exactly do that, right? So you have to watch yeah. it again and again and be like, oh, that's. Um, but on YouTube, you can, right? I have a guy. I have a friend who is teaching martial art and fighting online i'm like how in the freak you do that i know huge like six-figure guy um <laughs> that seems uh, i know right i'm like he and i geek over uh i do kav maga and he uh he does jujitsu and something else and he always makes fun of kav maga he boxing i think he does boxing yeah and so like, a, so like mma style yeah Maybe. he's more mma okay. yeah and i uh um, and he's like, man, come my God, people and nothing, you don't know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to put you against my instructor and, uh, I'm going to sell tickets and I'm going <laughs> to organize the whole thing. And when you lose, you owe us a steak dinner. Embarrassing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But we have this banter and stuff like that. And he does all of it. It's online, right? A newsletter and online store. His, all his videos are about, you know, knife defenses. I'm like, how do you can how can you know a knife defense without actually practicing knife defense? No, no, no. Yeah, I feel like That's it's less of a I practice or I train too. Um, I feel like it's less of a understanding, more of like a intuit like intuitive feeling that your body needs to know. So I'm that's interesting to figure out. I would like to take one of the course one of the classes or watch one of the videos of it and see how that works. Oh, I'll send it to you. He's he's amazing. He I think his best video has 57 million views. And it's him 
basically going out to strangers on the street and going like, I'm just, I'm not going to punch. I'm not nothing. I'm going to give you gloves. You're going to try to punch me and I'm just going to evade. Wow. And nobody can hit him. And wow. they get tired cool. before he does. And yeah. so that's the biggest, you know, it's like, okay, the guy's good, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's well, exactly what we're doing with the expert gene, right? It's not you going like, oh, I'm great. No, we're showing how good you are because we're talking about the things you know. We're giving you scenarios. You answer questions, right? Like we bring out the best in you that make people go like, he knows what he's talking about. Hmm. Do you ever get clients that are just so against the social media, so against the podcast that are not, I mean, they would probably have to, they probably come to you, but do you ever get people who are just like not stuck in the ways, just stuck in the ways of how things have been? We do. And do you try uh, to, uh, do you like even try to be like, no, you guys like could do this or are, uh, they're just stuck in their ways? Yeah. We, uh, not even worth it. Hmm. yeah, we figure out that the best way to help you understand why what we do is better is just not work with you and show you how what we do is better. <laughs> You know, so just watch what we do. And uh, it, it's, it's so back in my Google days, Google flew me to Israel to talk about Google Plus and Hangouts and everything. And they got the top marketers into their office in Tel Aviv. And they're like, there you go. Explain, explain to them. And I'm like, hey, guys. And that was way back when, right? Like before Facebook Live, before all that stuff, when we just started with like live streaming on Hangouts. And I'm like, um, before you guys know it, right, then this will replace the news outlets, right? And they were laughing. And I'm like, why are you laughing? And they're like, oh, you say nobody with a hang, with, you know, nobody's on it. Like if you're not on Hangout, then you're nobody. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. People will start watching this instead of watching the TV, right? Because I'm reporting directly from the, the field, right? This is unedited. You see exactly what's going on. I don't need someone to kind of like come in with their agenda and say, hey, what we're we watching right now is blah, blah, blah. And they were laughing. They're like, eh. And so I finished my talk and I went to one of them and I asked, um, how do you guys communicate with your, with your audience? And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, how do you have a conversation, right? Like, some client of yours wants to give you some feedback or ask a question. How do you do it? And they're like, we don't. We just put banners. And I'm like, oh, so you're advertisers. You're not marketers, right? Uh, and I was like, okay, so now I have this option. I can educate you people <laughs> and bring you on to what's happening in the U.S. Or I can be like, just wait for you to catch up. And I was like, too much work. Just wait for you to catch up. Mm. <laughs> That's like, probably the better, probably the better way to go. Right, so, like, if you think about it, there's so many people who get it, right? There are so many people who are struggling to get out there, right? And be no, and just don't have the time. Uh, it takes a lot of time, right, yeah. to do all that stuff and to stay consistent and be on message and stay on brand and know what to talk about. It's tons. Mm. Um, Very good. So, you know, like, and you, you're running an agency, like you have a team, you know, people to manage and clients to take care of and accounting and HR, all that stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You also have time to pull, even if you did a you know, a video a day, right? Like, let's say all I did is I'm going to pull up my phone and I'm going to record for 30 seconds and I'm just going to post it. Right. That action alone takes you 30 minutes because you have to think about what am I going to talk about? Then you have to pull it up. 
Then you have to upload it to all the things and all the hashtags and all the platforms and all that stuff. 30 minutes, okay? So 30 minutes a day, what is that, four hours a week, right? Those 30 minutes when you're like, okay, I'll do it, but after my meeting. Okay, I'll do it, but after my life. Okay, I'll do it after that. Ah, fudge. Okay, I'll do it tomorrow, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> and you just don't have the time. Uh, and training a company to learn how to write like you or bringing in someone from the outside. Okay, today is going to be film day, right? We're going to take five hours and we're going to create content for the entire month. Well, now you're not on trance. You're not flexible. You don't know what's working. What if you posted something and people ask you questions and now you need to answer them, but you already have your entire content for the month. When are you going to answer them? Next month, right? They already forgot about you, right? Like it's <laughs> this agility uh, is not something that's built into most marketing stuff, right? Uh, we know many marketing agencies that we work with, they go like, we'll do strategy and we're going to give you 30 topics to talk about and you're going to record yourself in front of the camera talking about this and then we'll take what you recorded and we'll post it for you. Mm -hmm. Well, now again, we're talking to a teleprompter and a motionless camera right? And people being uncomfortable in front of the camera and worrying about themselves all the time and going like, blah, 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 blah. Right? <laughs> take one, take two, <laughs> take 500. 57, go. <laughs> <laughs> right? So it just, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. But how much do we love talking about ourselves with someone who is totally into us? Yeah. The most, <laughs> the best. <laughs> Right? You can talk, I mean, this is what the I'm dating doing right now. Like, oh my God, thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's yeah. why people put themselves on podcasts because they want this interaction, right? That's why yeah. they go on podcasts. Yeah. Uh, right? Even Gary Vee, he goes like, I go on podcasts of people who just started just because I want the questions that they're asking me. Because from that question, I can create a bunch of other stuff that I didn't think about. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Because you already know everything about yourself. You just need someone to go like, yeah, but what about that? Just to like give you a uh, give you a reason to talk about it too, opposed to just staring at the wall and being like, "Hey, this is me. This is who I am." <laughs> um, right. And if I tell a joke, I'm like, "You're laughing." I'm like, "Okay, that went well." You yeah, know. But if yeah. it's like talking to a motionless camera, and I'm like, "And I think that was uh, nothing." <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who are who are some of your favorite like influencers, or who are people? in the game right now that are doing it really right. And Alex Armozi is doing it, you know. Do you know the guy? Alex Armozi? No. no. Ta-da! Here's another person in the world <laughs> where Ifat is best nuts, known. Nuts, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Alex, uh, he launched Gyms way back when, I think way back when Russell Branson ClickFunnels uh, started. He was in Russell Branson's inner circle. And uh, he was doing gyms, like launching gyms. And he had a system to take a gym and turn it into a successful membership. And that didn't work well. It took forever, blah, 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 blah. And he wanted to quit. And he had one guy that said, hey, man, just uh, just give me, your, give me your system. Just I'll pay you for your system. You don't have to do anything. Just give it to me. And he, I think he spent like $8,000 on that. And Alex was like, really? Hold on a second. I can make $1,000 without doing shit, just giving you my training. <laughs> so then he called a few other people and there's like, yeah, 10,000, 12,000, 15,000. He's like, wait a second. I think I have something here. And uh, he wrote a book called The $100 Million Offer. 
of how to structure offers. And that took off. And then he uh, started investing in businesses rather than actually helping gyms and all that stuff. And now he is, uh, he runs acquisition.com where he invests in your business and takes it to the next level. So he works with people who make 3 million and up. And so all his, all his social media is about like, look, I have nothing to sell you because you're probably not making 3 million, but uh, I'll help you get to 3 million. So when you do, you probably going to be like, okay, that guy actually helped me. I want to keep working with him. Right. 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 so he spent $70,000 a month on creating content. Yeah. So these, that's your competition, people. <laughs> yeah. That's your competition. You're not spending $70,000 per month. What are you $70, doing? $70,000 per month, right? Yeah. Uh, just, and it, the result of that is he got 1.2 million followers or subscribers you know, in six months. He just went up. There's a great video where he shows how to do this. Um, and um, And yeah, and the fact, and now he's like, he's been invited to all the masterminds and all the speaking gigs and all that stuff, because now he's a person that he's best known for that kind of thing, right? And people notice him and they start going like, hey, I see this guy. Anyone worked with this guy? And some people go like, yeah, we did. He's expensive, but worth it, right? And that's really where you want to be. You want to be like on the value side of things, right? Well, if and what I, helps you get yeah. there? Content, right? Visibility, people yeah. knowing you, case study, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So Alex wow. Armozi is a great person to follow. Um, my client, <laughs> Josh Branson, is fantastic for sales. If you want to know any sales tips or anything like that, he's great for that. Uh, yours truly. Hopefully you follow me. Um, Gary, of course, right? Yeah, He's great. Yeah. And there's some pretty good people on LinkedIn that I just don't remember their names, but they're putting out really good content. Wow. Good. Yeah. Well, Ifa, it's been fun. You have been one of my favorite guests so far. Just the energy and the whole vibe you give off. I hope Thank people you. learn something and I, I can actually, I want to rephrase that. I know they did learn something today. So I'll give you my last two sentences. One is that I'm very known for is don't build your home on rented properties. Uh, this happened to me, right? I was very big in Google plus, uh, my entire brand, Google flew me and hired me and I worked with the city of Austin and all that jazz. And then they woke up one day, had a bowel movement, right? And closed Google plus. Uh, so don't build your home on rented properties. Make sure that your courses are on your own website, your groups on your own website, your content is on your own website, own your audience, own your content. Uh, that's one. And the second one is, if it's not fun, it doesn't get done, right? So if content is not fun for you, you will not do it. If creating, you know, art and images is not fun for you, you won't do it. Uh, And so a lot of people going like, well, I procrastinate. What do I do with that? And I'm like, you procrastinate because you (laughs) you hate the thing and you choose something over, right? So find someone who loves doing what you hate doing and all of a sudden, stuff will get done. Um, so it's not about you being lazy or having to be more productive or more systems. It's self-awareness. It's like, oh, I'm not doing it because I hate doing it. So pass it on to my CPA. They love doing taxes. They can do that. Pass it on to this guy. He loves operations and system. He'll do that. But, you know, and that way you're operating within your genius and, uh, and stuff gets done because it's yeah. fun for you to do it. Self-awareness seems more like a soft, like a soft skill. And when you think about 
a business person, it, it you think of more of like the hard skill, like the hard skills, like the you know being very prof- being very professional, artic- artic- articulate, and especially with like the bosses. Um, so that's interesting you say that. It's a. Uh... You know, you're doing martial arts, right? Mm-hmm. What a better way to know thyself, mm-hmm. right? Because you are always in uncomfortable situations and you can really get hurt <laughs> if yeah. you don't do something, right? I have a 15-year-old. Uh, I'm 24. There's 15-year-olds out there that could destroy me. So just saying. Right? Yeah. And it's all a mental game. It's all yeah. mental, right? Like I know when I get into a spar with someone, I can feel the moment when I gave up. When I'm like, ah, they're better than me and I'm not going to do well enough and I get knocked out, right? Uh, And it's my perception. It's like I walk into a spar and I judge my opponent and I'm going like, I'm better than them, then I perform better, right? I'm going in, I'm going like, ah, they're better than me, I perform less. Yeah. It's all a mental game. Yeah. Right? And so you have, and as an entrepreneur or a business owner, it's all mental, right? We have content guilt and... Uh, size guilt and income guilt and we always feel like we're not doing enough and there's all this shit that you know we have to deal with all the time that I think sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit for all the things that we are doing right because the to-do list doesn't end there's always more things that I haven't done and I need to do tomorrow right and usually we're not surrounded by other entrepreneurs we're surrounded by employees and family members that don't get what we do Right. And so it's like, like someone was saying, like, you're always at the gym. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But people blame you for doing the stuff that you love doing because they are not doing it. So you always have to have this thing of like, am I taking it personally? Like, oh, my God, I should not be at the gym that often. I should watch a movie with you. Or should I take it as like, yeah, I'm always at the gym. Why don't you join me at the gym? Come with me. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting you say that. It's a little bit off topic, but it's like I tend to hang out with more people who are doing things that maybe are productive or like it's so much easier for me to be for someone to come with me to do something like productive, like go to the gym or go um um or go train rather than, hey, why don't you uh, come over and we'll sit around, play video games or we'll watch TV. You know, it's just so much easier for me to do that. It's it's and it's self awareness, right? And it's kind of like and it's hard because when you start when you start your business journey, uh, you are not starting it because you're surrounded by business people. You have some drive inside that says like, oh. and like you said, right? Like everybody goes like go to college, and you're yeah. like I don't want to be in college, but everybody else goes to college, so now I have to fight with them, mm-hmm. right? And explain why I chose this path and not that path. Yeah. And right. And so yeah. in the growth. sometimes you have to leave people behind and that's hard right especially if they're family Uh, or you have to not let their chatter become your chatter and that's hard unless you're in an environment that supports your chatter yeah right Uh, and that's where self-awareness comes in you're like am I really that person or it's just their perception of me Hmm. this is not my this is not my idea but opposed to like maybe leaving someone behind it's almost like limiting your time with them because obviously like your mom or dad it's not like all right mom never talking to you again some people do that but i don't advise it yeah it might i think a better um alternative is like okay i'm speaking with you three times a week maybe let's cut it down to one or once or you make it a joke i talk to my parents every day uh make it a joke 
you know, it's just like, oh yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I'm working again. Haha, <laughs> what are you doing? Why? So I finished five days today. What did you finish? Like <laughs> you can play with it and you can turn it into kind of like a, a funny. Yeah. Right. That's a whole um, other. That's a whole like another conversation there. Yeah. One it's, last uh, question. Um, how do people get self awareness? And I don't even know if there is an answer for this. But let me hear. Let me know what you, um you think to people who think they are self aware already and want to get more self aware, or for people who are not self aware who want to get self aware. Well, first of all, you have to decide you want it, right? Yeah. And, and I think the next one is not taking things personally. Uh, when someone tells you something, you don't go like, you don't go on the attack right away, mm -hmm. right? You go like, wait, is this, is, is there truth in every, in anything they're saying to me? Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, and if there is truth to that, then is it, am I okay with that truth? Right. So, for example, in my club, I think there's a joke going around, like a private joke around the instructors that I ask too many questions. <laughs> I could see that. I could see it. Right? right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm starting to tap into the idea that maybe there's a running joke because uh, last time when I was there, I was asking a question to one of the instructors and the other instructor came in and she goes like, you're still there? You're still here? And he goes like, guess what stopped me on the road? She's like, well, let me guess. If I stopped you and asked yep. you a question. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, huh. <laughs> so am I asking so many questions, right? And I was like, probably. Um, is that a problem? I'm like, I don't think so. Because the quality of your life in my idea, in my mind, is the quality of the questions you ask, right? You can ask, why does it always happen to me? Or you can ask, why is it happening for me, right? Or what can I do with it? Or how can I, you know, like the question, you can be like, um, oh, why does it never work for me? Or why, uh, you know, why does it always work for me? Yeah. Right? Like the, whatever question you ask, that's how you see the world, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, why do I never lose weight? Or why do I not keep, you know, like you can ask different questions and you'll get different answers based on the question you ask. Why can I not stop eating? More like right? that, maybe. It's a little more, yeah. it's a little deep, it's a little deeper, more self-aware, but I get what you're saying though. Yes. Right. And so I'm like, okay, so if I ask a lot of questions, that means I want to understand better and your inability to answer them doesn't have to reflect on my ability to ask more questions. Right. Um, mm, snaps. <laughs> right <laughs> one of the time the, the main instructor loves my question the main one because there was one girl that said one of the instructors she's like this girl has more questions than we have answers <laughs> <laughs> and the main one was like no ask you know yeah uh so that shows you it's not my issue of question because I'm, I'm a coach too right like i want to know if you have questions that i can help you overcome mm -hmm. right it's your problem where you don't want to be where you, maybe you feel like i'm challenging you with my questions maybe mm. you feel like i'm making you sound stupid because i'm asking about you know like maybe there's so no. much stuff going on in your mind that my question trigger but it's mm. not me asking them you know what i mean yeah and it comes back to the self-awareness part so I can be like, oh, I should be quiet and I should not ask so many questions. And oh my God, they're making jokes on me. And blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Or I can be like, fuck it. I want to become better. How do I become better? I ask questions. Yeah. That's it. Deal with it. 
<laughs> get used to it guys <laughs> right that's me that's my question yeah. so you know that thing where you go to yourself going like is it true what they say if it's true if it doesn't if it's not true who cares right if it's true does it bug me do i need to change it right uh if i do then change it if i don't then not but it's again it's this question do I need to change it? <laughs> Does it matter me? Is it true? Right? All these questions that go like, help you become more self-aware. Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, really quick, where can people find you at? Find me at expertgeneactivation.com. There is the entire path and system of how we help you activate your gene that you can apply on your own by yourself if you want to, or you can use us to, uh, to do it for you. There you, there you there you go guys <laughs> all right all right thanks a lot thanks a lot for coming on I thanks for having it. me you great were, questions you were uh, one of my favorite ones so far so hope Thank i you. hope everybody learns something there all yeah, right guys don't up me <laughs> <laughs> go find her yeah go find her oh this has been the agency hacker podcast i'm your host jacob ryan and until next time my, my friends <laughs>